nobody knows what you are. I was concerned about going out into the world and doing something bigger than myself until someone smarter than myself made me realize there is nothing bigger than myself. If you don't believe, nobody else is going to believe. To get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another fantastic episode from your boys at the Paper Charles Podcast. It's your boy, Shamaki, a.k.a. Sharks Bolaroid, and today... My co-host is back, Mo himself. Yes, yes, what do you sir. say? Well, how are you? I'm the, I can't complain, man. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, yeah, man. Finally made, finally made it back. Finally made finally, it back. I, I finally broke see. out. Yeah. That's right. That was, All right. That and up, today, we'll, get, no, we'll come back to your locked up. <laughs> but uh, today we're with uh, a special guest who not only is he special because of the stuff that he does, but also because he shares my name. Which is Ooh. a very rare thing to have. Uh, goes by the name Shamarke Hujale. Um, how are you, brother? I'm doing good, Alhamdulillah. What about you? Thank you for having me, guys. No, no, no. Of course, of course. Pleasure I wanted to have you on for, for an absolute while, you know. I've been seeing uh, the stuff that. Yeah, Shamarke makes it. Uh, he, he's been saying, like, every time he comes across someone that's got the same name as him, he's got to get them on the podcast. And he's giving Damn you right. all names, num- he's giving you all numbers, like like prisoner numbers. <laughs> yeah, we all know which one's number one and number two. Build the community. That's what it is. We gotta build the community. We yeah, gotta we make that. sure that we look out for each other. You know, that's what matters. There's not many of us left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like I always used to call us like a, a rare species. You know, that right? It is that, a rare species. Yeah. Yeah, because we can't name our children Shabarke after ourselves. So it's like, <laughs> no, 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 man. No. The name just has to there's keep a, on moving. Listen, Hopefully, man. someone else picks it up. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a lot. There's a lot of Muhammad Muhammads here. Oh <laughs> Come yeah, on, man. Make yeah, yeah. the first Shabarke Shabarke. Like nah, it's all over nah, the place. Nah. <laughs> oh, why not, better? Yeah, man. But we're back. We're back. Paper trails. I don't know what episode. Um, this is now because I, I I joined a bit late. You recorded a few without me, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, of course. Shamaki squared with me. <laughs> now, of course. So what we want to talk about is this podcast being for a uh, by creatives, for creatives, the people that we get on, the guests that we have on. We want to also touch into their creative aspects and what kind of got them into it. Um, so obviously, Shamaki, I wanted to ask you, um, mm-hmm. what, what I like to sort of also ask the guests is, what their first exposure was to to reading um, as a child, if you were really into okay. books. Yeah. Okay. That's actually like a, that's an interesting question to ask me because uh, usually I wouldn't consider myself a big reader. Uh, it yeah. kind of happened by accident, uh, I would say. Yeah. Because uh, when I used to go to, you know, regular school, you yeah. would get told to, you know, you got to read this amount of pages for the next day and so on. And and for me, it felt like I was forced to read, right? Yeah. So it wasn't until, um, you know, I have a, a degree in, in, in web development. And afterwards, I get interested in, in, in graphic design. And... As I was exposed to the future with Christo on YouTube, and he would recommend books for creatives, and you know, yeah. I was like, "All right, maybe I should, you know, start reading stuff, yeah. you know, to to learn something." And that's when I bought like my two first book out of my own 
uh, free will, right? And that was about yeah. graphic design. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was actually is is only when I'm interested in certain subjects and you know what excites me, then I'm like thinking, all right, I should buy a book about this subject, right? Yeah. And it could be uh, regards to religion. Uh, it could be you know also in the creative space. Yeah. So for it had like I think my first book that I bought it was actually like in 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 religion uh, in Islam yeah. in Islam back in 2000 and I think 14. Uh, and and when it came it comes to you know graphic design it was I think around 2017 I bought my first okay. book. Yeah. Uh, so only when I'm interested in stuff like will I buy a book to read it. I buy it. <laughs> Not... Do you remember the the name of the first one? The, yeah, the the, graphic the, yeah, it was uh, written by a guy named Aaron Draplin, a graphic designer, and the yeah. title is pretty much everything. So it's just about you know his personal life and yeah. how he got to where he is at today. Yeah. Uh, that was the first book. It was actually two books, and the second book that I bought was just a book full filled with logos. Okay, so that was it was not actually a, a book you could read. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that, those were different my, logo designs. Yeah, exactly. Right to to learn from what has been there before. Yeah. So those were my two books, uh, in when it comes to you know graphic design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I just figured out the naming conventions. I, I think I'm gonna call you Inspire Shamaki, and you're just regular Shamaki. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the regular. The, uh, so wrapping your head around it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing while you were talking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I was listening. But, uh, inspire Shamoki. Do you remember what was the first book that you read as an adult then? Just to tag on to his uh, last book. It would be The Great Gatsby. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have to agree like, on that Like, one. as, a, as, as a, like, because obviously, as Shamarka said. Give him a bit um, of background there. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, no, yeah, because I was just going to say, because it's like as a sort of similar to what Shamarke said was as a child, it was just like a lot of it was kind of forced on you in school and stuff like that. But the one that I actually went out of my way to like proper read was the the Great Gatsby, which we also read as our first ever podcast episode. Um, and and you know what it was with that one? It was just a lot of it was it, it was written in a way that was just let a lot was left for like interpretation of the guy um the actual story premise of it is is a bit strange to be fair if you just look at it just for as a story sense but all the stuff that comes with it who he is what he represents all of that was like literally so many different things that you could that i feel like it would just take me forever to get into um but for me that was essentially the the first one that i started that i read as a adult and then uh, obviously once we kicked off this podcast i told mo about it and then we we had our first episode on that one yeah i don't think i'd read it again though <laughs> you want to read it again <laughs> what, what? <laughs> why is that yeah. it's like um I, I don't know so I, I think what we discovered was like in that time period where that book was released was the authors were paid for the amount of like the word count that they had like they they were paid for like a good story but with a lot of words so ah, he'll he'll no. describe like he'll describe <laughs> like this style of headphones like it's black it's shiny it's glossy 
that's very that's, that's very harsh. Is. I have to back my book. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the great Gatsby was sensational. It's a very long wind, long winded writing style, but the story is interesting. But yeah, I, I could imagine. I could imagine. Yeah, back to back to the point at hand. So, what do you do then? So, and and yeah, uh, that's the interesting part. Your, your graphic design stuff, and mm-hmm. how do you end up there? Again, um, back in the because I I would say I have a I had a non traditional way to where I am at currently. Uh, I I started as a web developer, and that's the education degree that I had to start with. And then, um, you know, I was introduced to Photoshop and Illustrator. And I was like, okay, that's fascinating. I like that, uh, you know, the, the graphic design world. So, you know, my love for development kind of slowly f- was fading out as well as the graphic design was going up. So naturally, so in 2016, I took a, another degree in multimedia design. So you learn about content creation, you learn about user experience design, and also some front-end development. But actually, when I did that education, since from 2016 to 2022, or 21, I had a small design business that I did as a part-time, where it was about design and branding. So I use that business to learn about it and, you know, you know, just absorb everything from, you know, courses to videos to books and just take it all in. And, and it just developed, you know, from design to, you know, logo design to visual identity and then slowly yeah. to, to branding and strategy. And, uh, and that's, you know, how it came about, you know, and just move slowly away from <laughs> the web development world. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm grateful because, you know, when you learn those skills, coding yeah. and programming, you can use that when you're building your own website. You know, you don't have to ask people, hey, can you help me do the website, right? You can do both the development and the design as well. Yeah. So that's how I, you know, I was introduced to graphic design through my education in web development. Yeah. Okay. And I was just gonna say to just uh, backtrack it a little bit. Was it always kind of a thing that you wanted to get into, web development and uh, and eventually graphic design? Uh, no. It was also an like an accident. I would say again, <laughs> everything that yeah. happened <laughs> uh, because uh, what I thought when I went to primary school, you know, I yeah. would I wouldn't necessarily say I had bad grades, uh, yeah. but um i thought i wasn't capable of going to you know a high school here in denmark you know you had yeah. to have certain grades to get into it and 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 you know I, w- I would always say like i was a creative kid back in the yeah. days because i used to like draw and i loved you know manga and you know anime yeah. back in the days and i still do to this day uh so i was so you naturally... always had that creative like inclination yeah exactly yeah. exactly you know, um, but it was like when you, for some reason, when you go to primary school, right, they kind of subdue that part yeah. of you, right? They don't encourage or cultivate the creative yeah. side. Uh, not until you become an adult and you take, you know, specific education for that. But yeah. not in primary school. You, like, you, they want you to be a certain way. Which is very academic. 
yeah, very academic. Yeah. You know, you have to raise your hands, and you know, have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. this uh, race for getting good grades, right? And I was, you know, it was not very motivating for me. Yeah. You know, like a big part of me is that if I don't know, if I cannot, if I can't connect the subjects that I have to where I want to go at, yeah. then I'm I get easily you bored. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Losing interest, demotivate, demotivated, um, and then I'm believed, to, like, and and when I'm like have these conversations with my teachers yeah. uh, alongside my parents, right, and they tell me Shamaki, he just have to, you know, raise his hands a bit more, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I will do that, and when yeah. I did that, I will still get the same grades. So I'm like, what the hell do I have to do to change my grade? <laughs> right? That's Right? And I would say, like, uh, I hope they have changed that, right? About, you know, yeah. have to, Probably where not. they can cultivate the kids' creativity. And yeah. I, I was, and it made me think that I was stupid, right? And yeah. I, I wasn't good enough for, for the grades, right? But but yeah. when I grew up and I took actually that this web development education, yeah. what it helped me also, it, it also grew my confidence in my own ability because yeah. I had teachers who actually like were human beings who, who sat by you and, yeah. and took their time to make you understand and learn about, you know, the stuff. And I learned, you know, much more than just coding. I learned like discipline and you know, um, project management and you know and timing and uh, and also like the ability to search for problems through the the browser, the internet, right? Yeah. Like if I'm stuck with a problem, you know, how do I actually find a solution, yeah. right? Yeah. I was saying on top of that as well, you were interested in what you were actually trying to learn. Which is exactly. A big difference. Mm-hmm. So so when that happened um in 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 that period of time in it was from 2013 to what was it 15 right yeah Uh, the education uh and when i actually knew okay this is what i want you know i want to be in the creative space like it's like it took me some time to realize because actually when i wasn't doing design i was doing poetry okay yeah that's uh that's a thing i actually used to do eh? Yeah, approach it like I. I even had a like a what would you call it, uh, a a a state a state name, right? Okay. <laughs> like, what, was, what was the the foreign the, the foreign traveler? The foreign, the foreign traveler. traveler. Okay, that is a Ooh. very poetic yeah. abstract name. <laughs> that was abstract. You weren't just a traveler. You were foreign. <laughs> a foreign one. And I actually used to do YouTube too. YouTube and um and and had a like an Instagram account for that one right yeah. and i used to do actually uh, um what was it called like poetry in danish and in english okay. and then and Another multi-lingual, multilingual poet. yeah exactly and what was and, it like proper spoken was, word a proper spoken word i was, actually yeah. i was fortunate <laughs> enough to have a you know the 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 channel the youtube channel called merciful servant oh okay. yeah, yeah i was yeah. fortunate yeah, I was fortunate enough to get one of my like videos on that. That's a low-key big. Back in the day, that was everything. Yeah, no, that's like you're you're like you're like the Drake of spoken word. Oh yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Right? Did, did they put the ah uh, in the back? Oh, did you not get that? Yeah, no, no. Nah, okay. No, no, I I did my own. You did your own. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. multi-talented, yeah. 
<laughs> so you know, at that time, I learned you know about video editing and yeah. and animation and uh, you know yeah. camera and all that stuff, right? And uh, and you know, one thing I learned: if you if you need needed something, right, help. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we just ask helping people because you have nothing to lose from it, right? So I used to ask Bona Muhammad, for example, even though he, he would take a long time to answer me, <laughs> and, and and Kamal Saleh to the guy who did, you know, the meaning of live video. The Australian guy. Yeah, the Australian oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Serious I used yeah, I used to just write to them, hey, brother, I, I hope you're doing good. Yeah. Uh, you know, the background sound that you use, uh, how, where did you get it from? Yeah, or that yeah, clip, yeah. where did you get that from? Can you help me out, right? And sometimes they would take about a month. To yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, all right, I got the time. I got nothing to lose. You don't answer me. That's, that's cool. Yeah. You know, there's no uh, hard feelings. Uh, so, you know, there was always some aspect of creativeness in me, whatever it was through poetry or video yeah. editing or, or, you know, design or, or I would even say strategy also, mm. right? Mm-hmm the ability to use your creativity in whatever way or shape or form is something that has always been with me. Uh, But there was just a period of time in my life that it was just, you know, I was oblivious. I was gone probably because of, you know, problems with school and and personal stuff uh, that was like hindering my mind to Mm. like actually focus and think about it. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. With the, when it comes to the whole, creative aspect uh, and stuff and obviously you said that you was inspired by uh many things before the spoken word the anime the 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 mangas is there anything recently that has been inspiring your latest works or anything that you've seen recently that's made you go okay well this is this is good yeah like like recently i've been much like like what we call inspired by how uh, the body works right and i have shared like through like the internet uh, online about like my condition my yeah i was gonna actually get onto that a bit later on to be fair yeah because i read the the newsletter that you put out yeah it was really good there's some about it thank you so that journey led me to study more about like you know the human body and what yeah, the human yeah, yeah. body is capable of right and i was actually like you know a guy named wim huff right the, oh, they the, called the breathing guy yeah 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 the breathing guy <laughs> <laughs> so so that's actually inspired me to think like how our own body is capable of doing like uh, like amazing things right yeah. and and how it how it actually affects how our yeah. mental state is just not something you know uh, hippie hippie stuff right it's yeah. actually real like physically yeah. that can affect you mentally too so that's what i have been inspired by recently like yeah. be more conscious about you know the body yeah. itself and the mind itself right so my, people like Wim Hof, for example and another guy like uh, david goggins I never if you heard about that yeah, guy. Yeah. The bold yeah. guy. He's a super athletic yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a mental guy. <laughs> 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 right? So those two guys were like, uh, yeah, that's two of them. So, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. So they inspire you in general. What about, do they inspire you creatively as well? Because one thing that I admire about you, I actually spoke to you recently about it, 
uh, well, in terms of your graphic design skill, I mean, uh, obviously you've, you've learned, you've developed that skill over time. And uh, I, I don't like the word talent because there is, a, I think, be, being creatively inclined is is not, not a talent. It's more like a blessing to me. Yeah. Like people, like you said, people from a young age are blessed with that talent. Uh, oh, I just use myself, but blessed with that that inclination <laughs> towards being creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just being very careful with my words here because I like to, I want to be specific. Um, and 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 both of us, I would say, have that same kind of child. Like uh, I don't know if Shamaki like like when I was younger, I used to draw a lot as well. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I used to love picture books and um, art and like my favorite topics in primary school, secondary school, ever were to do with art, DT, all these things. Even though I loved PE as well, because I was I was just a, a, like a, a freak <laughs> of nature when it came to like running and stuff. I used to love running. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was, I was like I was like the David Goggins of primary school, bro. But, yeah, when I was um, like growing up, like I didn't I didn't have that that nurture of my creativity. That's a, a topic that I often talk about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I admire about your, your skill in terms of um, vectorizing illustrations like uh, i think last year i remember you um looking at random things on the streets like roads uh signs like the like the top of the grates on, on the roads and stuff and then you're uh, making them into shapes and uh, making them into kind of logo marks i think that was really cool thanks um so yeah is there anything that has been inspiring you creatively uh, recently in that regard oh that's a good question uh, because what i usually do what I used to tell people, I like, I say my creative process, like it's, it's a mix between chaos and structure, right? So yeah. I allow like lots, lots of input from, you know, whatever I can get it from, right? It could be, as you mentioned, like from outside the street, you know, from the, the manhole to the, uh, what you call it, like the street signs to also when i started like about the body and the mind you know those things can also um like engage with my creativity right because i'm like i'm being mindful about you know how i think and how i can actually use all those input i get from uh, but recently actually th- there was something that inspired me but i haven't not used it to anything i don't know how i can use it to but it was the the latest spider-man movie that has been around you know across the spider-verse okay. right? yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah just i haven't every- watched it yet so spoilers yeah. okay, that's not- but you know <laughs> the <laughs> spoiler alert but you know the the art the animation right yeah it's just pure uh eye candy right and uh, yeah and uh, I, I don't know like how they did it but you know when i first watched it back in the in 2000 what was it 18 or the first yeah, one into like spider-verse that, yeah. you know yeah it felt like it was something new right something yeah, like yeah, i yeah. haven't seen before yeah right uh like completely kind of like animation i uh that's what uh, I even and... saw on the internet. Sorry to just cut you off there. A lot of people are basically <laughs> raving, uh, saying that the, the new Spider-Verse is like, the the main attraction as well is that it's changed the way that animation is done and how it looks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which hasn't been yeah. seen before. Yeah. And it actually, it actually reminds me of, you know, there was also a Netflix series called Arcane, League of Legends, right? Arcane. Yeah, I watched that too. It's a really good show. Yeah, you're right. It, it has like that animation where you think like, wow, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, 
you know, if they have to produce that same quality for the next one, I will gladly wait like three, four years, whatever it takes. Just give me the same <laughs> quality. Uh, so I don't know in which way it had inspired me. It's just, it's just like I was just in awe, yeah. you know, amazed by uh, their artistry, right? Like how much effort they put in, which makes me think like when I'm creating something, I want to put as much effort into whatever I'm doing, design or writing, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so those uh, that has inspired me recently, you know. Interesting. I've got another point that I was previously going to uh, talk about um, before I go ahead. Um, Shmaki Inspire. Is there, <laughs> was there something that you wanted to move on to or can I raise that point real quick? No, I was going to say, because um, you did touch up on it a little <laughs> bit about when you was looking into the human body and mm -hmm. um, obviously the newsletter that you brought out um, regarding, uh, how, how do you say, is it Kogan? Is it, or is yeah, it... Kogan Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to see if you touch up a bit more about it because I think there was one passage in the in a newsletter that was actually pretty profound. To be fair, where you're talking about the the unseen battle, the fact that it's not something that people can actually notice or see, um, but it's something that you know yourself, and then having to have the um, the the mental strength in it you know to do be able to deal with it not only that to understand that other people might be going through something as well that you can't really see mm -hmm. um so now yeah i just wanted to know just that uh, if you could basically go into that a bit more mm -hmm. all right so so what i have is a a, a disease called an autoimmune disease called Cogan syndrome and and you know before i did not know what autoimmune was and it's basically your own immune system attacking your own body mm. right and i didn't and like for the life of me never knew like your own immune system could do that to you yeah yeah right and specifically for coken syndrome right it, it attacks you know like the 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 most regular symptoms is the eyes the mm. inner ears and also the balance organs that which is yeah. in the inner ears the, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, right uh so like for me it happened just suddenly back in december just yeah. you know i was getting dizzy uh, day by day and it was just get worse and worse and you know uh you, you know, sometimes when you get a bit dizzy, you think like, all right, I can sleep a bit. And then I wake up and I feel fine again. Right. Yeah. Uh, but this was different. It was just it was just getting worse and out of control. And, you know, the next day when I woke up also, like suddenly I couldn't hear in my right ear. Okay. Uh, and also my my, you know, my eyes was hurting me. And um, and I also remember when I, I was watching uh, the final of uh, the World Cup final. Yeah. Uh, even like I wear sunglasses just to be able to watch the final, right? Because okay. my <laughs> eyes were so red yeah. and it was so painful. Uh, and I remember when I slept that night, I couldn't even sleep. I think I had about two or three hours of sleep because like I was always waking up again because of yeah. my eye, my left eye was hurting. So yeah. like, so from December until about I think February. I was doing various of tests and and scans and and you know uh, 
to be able to diagnose Kogan's, right? Because yeah. the thing about Kogan's, you can't really say you have it until you have taken all options out. You know, when we are talking about heart diseases, we're talking about, you know, if you have tumors in your brain or, you know, if you have any kind of other diseases, even yeah. a, a, a HIV, you know, they would yeah. like look at that, right? So I had like, I think I probably about, you know, minimum of 20 uh, blood, uh, that was uh, blood samples that was taking for yeah. me. Uh, and like I did various of tests with hearing, uh, with my eyes and all that stuff. So it was through that that they said, you know, you can't, you don't have other uh, diseases, other right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't have so it cannot be other than Cogan syndrome, right? And it it perfectly aligns with you know the symptoms that I have, and yeah. it is a very like I would say a difficult disease to have because you know just imagine like you walk out of the street, right? And all yeah. of a sudden you go to the right or you go to the left, yeah. like a drunk person, right? But you're not drunk. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. also. Uh, uh, and, and it's hard for you to focus and and also the thing yeah. is that it it actually in the long term it hurts your knees right because you're putting a, a lot of weight on it just to stay yeah. balanced just to stay yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, just to be stable right and the eyes is like let's say like last week i had my symptoms came back for, with the eyes so like for two days i was in bed you know, couldn't okay. do anything. Yeah. Uh, and and on on the third day, I could, you know, slowly getting back up again. And, you know, on the fourth day, alhamdulillah, I was, you know, back to normal. But but yeah. that's also because, like, I'm on the medication right now. And, and, and I'm, like, tapping out of it. And yeah. that's probably also why the symptoms are coming back, right? And okay, yeah. those, that medication is also, like, a really, like... I would say evil <laughs> to some degree. Evil, yeah. Because it what gives it you like a, a proper heavy. It gives you a, yeah, it's heavy. Is it like a heavy dose? That like they started yeah. with a heavy dose f- with me, right? Yeah. Uh, about seventy milligram. Yeah. It's a heavy dose, uh, and it gives you a lot of what do you call it? Uh, what's the word? Like I don't even I don't remember the word. Um, like the English word, I've totally forgot it. Uh, what was it <laughs> drowsiness or... uh, the word I was looking for was let me look up for it side effects yeah, side effects, effects. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly what you said what, would you, what did you say Mohammed? Drowsiness, drowsiness yeah drowsiness tiredness fatigue uh, you know it also it actually also like changes the form of my face it called it's called moon face you know mm-hmm. your face mm-hmm. swells up Okay. And and also mood swings, mood swings, yeah. uh, and it also it all it it actually also thins out your bones. So you have to have like a vitamin for that, you know, calcium, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, calcium. Yeah. Uh, so I have been on that medication since I think the end of January up until now, and um, yeah. next week I will have my checkup. Mm. Yeah. How has that affected your work then? In the beginning, like I think for a whole two months, I think 
I, I couldn't do any work you know, I, because of my eyes, mm -hmm. mostly, right? Uh, so it was not until uh, I got better in February that I slowly could, you know, get up back on computer and do some work. Uh, yeah. But in terms of, you know, uh, but that's only when it's by myself, you know, I haven't really tried to see how it would be to actually do work with like a whole room of people yeah. because that it actually would annoy me or yeah. it would because of my hearing, you know, yeah. if, if, if Sounds I was, overload. yeah, if I was in a restaurant with you guys and we were eating and going, there was a bunch of people around us talking, talking I wouldn't yeah, be yeah. able I wouldn't be able to hear you that clearly. You know, I have yeah. to use a lot of, you know, uh, mental energy just to be able to yeah. hear, right? Yeah. So, uh, so in like in large social gatherings, it's, it's uh, challenging. And also with my balance, I haven't been able to drive ever since December. Uh, and, 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 regards me, and with my eyes, you know, it, it looks like every second week that it gets back, with the symptoms, but I don't know um, if, if, if that's correct for now, but you yeah. know, that's what I have been observing so far. Um, but yeah, so that's how it is. Like, so now it's just because that disease is so rare. Yeah. They don't, they don't even have, they can't even be certain about, you know, will I ever be able to go back to being normal again? Right. As I used to be before. Yeah. Uh, and they would say, like, we don't know all we know is you have this medication and you have this plan you're following yeah. and we will, you know, watch you progress over time. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Monitor how you are doing over time. Mm -hmm. So that's basically how it is. You can do it, brother. The thing that actually shot. works like, like, you know, being optimistic about it, right. It's, it's yeah, crucial. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah. all I, as, you know, because, everything happens for a reason right and yeah. and alhamdulillah i would say you know it, it in it, it brought something good with it too right you know i became more conscious of my body and how yeah. i treat it and also you know my mind and you know i yeah. could you know you know there was it was that reason how i even you know search for wimp huff and you know his methods and yeah. <laughs> and you know take time off the screens and the projects yeah. And everything else and just focus on myself yeah. uh, so that's actually been good alhamdulillah i would say that um, to take things me. slowly yeah and that's of course that's uh that's that's always what it is as well especially with challenges it always you know finds a way for us to we always find a way to use different means different methods to try and overcome certain boundaries mm -hmm. and certain things and 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 like you know even as you were saying to be optimistic i, I saw your tweet which said the uh, the best way to describe who i am at my core is uh, an optimist and creative who lives to inspire people you know <laughs> yeah i mean that is it, it's it's amazing to obviously hear in terms of all that because it's like mashallah it's the way you look at it is this has happened of course but it hasn't changed you as a person it just changed mm -hmm. how you may maybe go about things and mm -hmm. and how it is and you know even the statement i would say back to being normal i mean it's it's a case of you are still who you are but just having to do things a bit differently exactly 
Exactly. Like mentally, and, that's all. That's all we are. Really, we're just a shell. But mentally, that's what makes us different. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, even in your newsletter, it was, it was more uplifting than it was about obviously you saying this is what's happened to me, which is amazing for me yeah. to even read. You know. Yeah. It is, and 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 you know. Um, the reason why i am so calm you know of obviously like i had like frustrating moments right because it yeah. is a difficult thing no, of course. especially of course. when it's different I, right yeah it's different and mm-hmm. especially when i did not know what kind of you know disease it was right yeah. so I, like i would say like i had like a a, a mini depression uh, uh episode right it was yeah. like i was so down and the next day i, I, I said to myself you know shamaki you you can it's okay to feel this way but you cannot allow yourself to go too deep into it absolutely right? yeah because yeah. it wouldn't change your situation right you wouldn't yeah. go back to who you, uh, your normal self in that sense like you could yeah yeah how you were probably, yeah, yeah. why but having that uh you know understanding of who you are despite mm. whatever happens to you helped me you know a lot with yeah. you know uh, coming over that and that would happen even if i you know change whatever career or whatever i, I do it it would always be the same thing as i described yeah. in my in my tweet right yeah uh, and, and that took like years of practice and like discovery and reflecting yeah and, of you course. Know, and also for from friends right who yeah. like i speak to about them like why are we friends right that's actually <laughs> a, a like a funny exercise that where you can like uh, get to know who you are, right? More uh, like okay. who you actually are, and mm-hmm. it was from you know Simon Sinek, who, yeah. who who talked about like how can you? That's a funny exercise you could do to find your why. Eh? And he said you can do this with a best friend, right? But not a family member or a spouse, because those relationships are too close. He would say, right? Yeah. But a, a friend like who will be there for you uh, and who you can call and he will be there for you right and he and basically the question you would ask them is like why are we friends yeah. <laughs> and, and they will be look at you i, I don't know uh, you know they will come with something generic you know you make me laugh you're funny you know yeah, but then you play yeah. the devil advocate and you would say like what is it specially about me that like like that you will be there no matter what, right? And you yeah. like keep pushing and pushing and pushing, right? Uh, until they start to describe themselves. And I actually did that twice, and it is true. They begin to describe themselves. Okay. And what they are describing actually is the value that you give to them in their life, right? Uh, and th- yeah. that gives you like the ballpark of your why right and and mm. essentially your why is not something you invent it's not something new it's something that's yeah. always been there it's just something you uncover right so the why or essentially is the value that you bring to the world and the that's what it is right yeah about who you are is like your origin story is where you come from so yeah. that's what a why is what makes you yeah. you yeah what makes you you right yeah. and that's that's like it doesn't matter if it's like if you are a son or a father or or a you know creative or yeah. like it is who you are wherever you are 
both yeah. professionally and personally. Yeah. That essentially what a why encapsulates. That's a great point. Is that? Mm. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that exercise as well. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> it is a funny exercise, I would say. Like, is, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do it live on the podcast. But um, yeah, I mean, it's good, good tangent. So you started speaking about Simon Sinek and and why, mm. and yeah. So the book we read for this episode, for this uh, podcast episode, start with Why by Simon Sinek. Mm. Um, so you recommended the book, we read it, and <laughs> here we are. So, um, Shamaki, do you want me to handle how we review this or? Is this your Shemaki Inspire or the regular? Yeah, yeah, I was confused for a second. <laughs> you're not, you're not a regular Shemaki anymore, you're super Shemaki. <laughs> <laughs> You've been promoted. Um, okay, cool. Idea, so, yeah, so, all right, mute, mute police sirens, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always one guy, his area. Yeah. We always make fun of his area because of police. <laughs> Police are regular nah, visitors. Nah, I just put the sound effects for, for a bit of ambience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're regular podcast guests as well. But um, yeah, so Simon Sinek, start with why. Um, I, I was making fun of it a little bit with Shimaki because I was saying uh, he, yeah, I, he should have called it the Apple fanboy book. I don't know what, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personally, I really, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the book, especially at this time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even as Muslims, like one of the, the core tenets of Islam is, is doing things with intentions. Exactly. And and, and I feel like, uh, personally, I read the book at a time in my life where I had really kind of lost track of my intentions and why I was doing um, things for the reasons I was doing them for. Um, so, uh, yeah, overall for me, before we get into the nitty-gritty and detail, like I really enjoyed the book and it really resonated with me, so I was glad that you recommended it. Um, but what are your thoughts and why did you recommend it? Listen, I want to hear about you. For me, mm-hmm. um, I remember back in 2000 and or was it um, 19? I was uh, I was I was an intern at a brand design agency in Denmark, and uh, you know th- there was a one day that you know, I was looking around their folders and looking how they are doing, you know, strategy, because at that time I was very interested in strategy. And and then I was like looking at one file and then I noticed that there was this golden circle, right? Why, how, and what? And I was like, who is this Simon Sinek and who? what is this golden circle? Then I, I asked my uh, design director about it and he said like, well, this is uh, it's, it's made by... Simon Sinek, and then he told me about it, and then I was like, then we, he, he told me that like he did, he made a TED Talk video about it, and I was like, okay, interesting. Then I, I went back to my seat, and then I just googled him, Simon Sinek on YouTube, and then I watched his TED Talk, and like, it really like resonated with me, you know, that video. It was not much about you know, the the Apple aspect of it. But it was more about you know the the attention of it you know uh, like how, like how all great leaders uh, communicate the exact same way right by why they believe this is to be true right because it actually it reminded me about you know the, the prophet like when he spread the message right he talked 
actually for like a white standpoint of view, like what he believes, right? His cause, his purpose, and 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 first later on it became more about you know how do we actually do it? You have to perform salah, do zakat, hajj, and etc. etc. Right? So so that's from from that point on, right? Uh, from 2019, I watched that TED talk. And then it was not until about 2021 that I actually, you know, because I was, I was doing all this work, but I was like, but what is the intention behind the work that I'm actually doing, right? What, what, I, what is the result that I want to get out of this, right? Uh, so I used my friends, uh, my especially my 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 business partner at that time, uh, to like really talk deep about this stuff, you know behind why am i doing this stuff because he, he knows me right uh, and it was about then i did actually the white discovery myself you know and the whole discovery is about you bring a collection of stories in your life that is specific uh, that resonates with you that is meaningful to you right and what the business what the other partner has to do is actually just to listen and to be able to find patterns of behavior uh, that comes more than one time. Because what ends up happening that you find these patterns and through these patterns, you find your why, right? That's how you actually uncover them. And what we found out about my uh, story six uh, is actually, when I look back at many of my conversations with different people, is that, I use the word inspiration a lot, and I did use that before I even knew, you know, what it was, right? Mm -hmm. um, and like the biggest compliment I could get from people is like, you inspired me or you are such an inspiration for me, right? Uh, like that actually, what I, that's the intention of whatever work that I'm doing, right? It is to inspire people. And, uh, and I, my, when I, when I, first started my business back in 2016 it was called creativation it was a bad name when i think about it now but it was a combination of create creativity and inspiration you know those two components uh although like essential to my work right and and i wrote about it in my website and when i talk about people to people like I, I believe that you know with inspiration and creativity that we are enable us to explore uh, possibilities right it's like when you get this aha moment, right? Uh, some opportunities that you couldn't see before. It's like it's like when you have experienced a a what we call it, like a meaning epiphany, yeah, like an epiphany from a an article you have read or a mm -hmm. course that you have been through or a you know a talk that inspired you, right? Mm -hmm. It kind of opened your mind up for new thoughts, new possibility that you'd never thought about. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's how I kind of view it, too, as well. And uh, and so that's sort of how I was introduced to Simon Sinek from that point. And I actually just the thing about me is when I'm interested in 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 a person. Right. I go like really deep, like I try to find as many articles I can, as many <laughs> sources I can to really understand their thinking and their background. And for example, Simon Sinek, for me, he is also like, even though he's very inspirational, he's also a very misunderstood guy. 
because uh, especially in Denmark, uh, there has been like this discussion about, you know, uh, people don't buy what you do, right? Uh, but And they also talk about like, what about the other parts, you know, the how and the what, what about those, right? Uh, and But when you really listen to what he says, right? He he's actually says that he don't think that the why is more important that the, than the how and the what. What he says is that they are equally important Right, because when you don't have one of them aligned, you are kind of like out of balance. It's like people say, like we don't know who you are anymore, right? That's you out of balance. So, mm -hmm. so when you are clear, when you're clear on why you do what you do, and you have discipline on on how you do it, you know your values, your guiding principles, and and what you do and what you say is a tangible proof of why you do it and how you do it, right? Mm -hmm. And and um, and the thing is also that the reason why he brings the why so much is because no one talks about it, especially yeah. back in the early days at 2009. Nobody talked about purpose, right? It was like heebie-jeebie stuff, as he would describe it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, so that's why he talks about it so much. And okay. uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting you, you talk about um, diving deeper into him because. I feel like in this particular book, he barely talked about himself at all. Like he really did focus on, um, he really did focus on the why, what he was talking about, the case studies that he bring up, like the successful business stories, like Apple in particular, that obviously mm -hmm. he really appreciates Apple as a, a brand, as a company. Um, and then he talks about other companies like AOL. I didn't even know it was America Online. I didn't know that was, that's what it stood for, but it's interesting. Like AOL and yeah, other and other similar brands. But every time I hear AOL, it reminds me of the dial-up tunes. That's the main connection. That's what I hear. But yeah. Um, but yeah, in the book itself, just to summarize it, because yeah, normally we summarize it and then we go into it, but oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a bit rusty today, but yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he talks about all these success stories, all these business case, uh, business use cases of all these different CEOs who have who started with why mm -hmm. and then um, built onto that after and how they were successful and then even how those companies in particular even fell off a bit when those CEOs had left or had, they had lost their why and then when they did return or and they rediscovered their why, how they started building up again. Um, but I feel like he didn't actually talk about himself much at all, to be honest. Um, so give us a bit more insight, by, insight about the man himself and Simon Sinek. Who, who is he and what does he do? And why is um, why do we listen to Why do we value his words at all? All right. Uh, Simon Sinek, as he described himself, he calls himself an optimist too, right? That's like who he is at his core, an optimist. Uh, and he has a a vision, right? A vision that the vast that he imagines a world in which the vast majority of people wake up every day inspired, feel safe wherever they are, and fulfilled by the work that they do. So that's like the vision of a world that do, that do not exist yet. That's the vision that he's committing himself to, and he brings in ideas, and you know, he he read books, and now he writes books, and hold, uh, t uh, have these talks and and podcasts and so on to advance that vision, right? And it doesn't matter whatever uh, shape or form it takes, as long as it can advance that vision. And from himself, his per own personal life, as 
much as I know is um, he's actually he's actually British. Uh, that I found out recently, you know, but but you can't. It's very subtle his accent. You can't hear it that clearly, but there are some times where you mm. can hear it, right? But because he moved a lot in in his uh, in his during his ch- childhood, interesting. Because I didn't hear him talk about any British companies either. <laughs> uh, no, but because most of his life is uh, in the U.S. Okay, okay. Uh, but the the whole golden circle is actually uh, born out his own pain from. He 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 fell out. Um, he he lost his passion for his work. Basically, he he owned a a marketing consultant. Uh, where he did work from from yeah I don't some some companies, but I don't know anyone specifically. But that's what he, what he said, and he he even said he had amazing client like good work and but he didn't want to do the same thing the next morning. Right, he literally fell out of love with his own work and he actually was in, in embarrassed by it because uh, superficially everything was good for him like you know you couldn't complain but he felt he couldn't so uh, he was just pretending he was okay and and people just said said to him like you know do what you love and he would say yeah i do it but i i don't feel like i love it anymore and like fast forward, he would meet a friend who would actually say, uh, you know, are you all right? Right. And and he was actually like opening up and talked about his problem. And he then said to himself that instead of just uh, hiding and he would, you know, search for a solution. And he already was building on this idea the golden circle but it was much about why do some marketing works and why do some marketing not work right and it was then he built upon this idea and with a neuroscientist where he tried to see how it correlates with you know how the brain works in decision making and found out that uh, we all uh, communicate on these three levels why we do what we do how we do it and what we do so that's actually how it came about. It was much more than just marketing. It was it was more human. So that's actually so start with why is it's born out of basically his own pain for how he 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 lost his passion for his work, right? Mm-hmm. And his yeah, and his own why is to inspire people to do things that inspire them so that yeah. each of us can change our world. So yeah. that's why he do what he does, right? Great summary. Because yeah, um, he touches up on a lot of concepts around, like you said, human psychology, yeah. and uh, around. I mean, we we uh, like I think nowadays it is quite well known that a lot of these huge companies like Facebook spend like literally millions to billions. I don't know in just human psychology, these research, making sure that we stay on their apps and making sure that we keep on spending all day on scrolling and 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 consuming their content and paying paying their wages of course but um yeah so he touches up on a lot of um, concepts such as manipulation in, in marketing mm-hmm. fear mm-hmm. Um, so like different tactics that companies use that that try and um, bring in more customers but sometimes can show their lack of integrity or sometimes can show that they do have a lot of good moral standing as well mm-hmm. um, so i thought that was really interesting because oftentimes when you do business with companies where they're always 
maybe shoving things down your face. Oh, this is a one-time deal. If you miss this, you're gonna you're gonna die. <laughs> like all these different, like really yeah. aggressive marketing tactics. You yeah. don't feel good after, even if you do buy whatever they're selling. You don't feel good after buying it or consuming it. You're just like, Ugh. and you walk out. Even when you're like, let's say you're you're in those markets in in Morocco or something. You, this guy comes and says, "For you, brother. For you, uh, I've got this deal for you." Like you, you, you almost feel like you're forced to buy it, and then you yeah. walk away feeling yeah. really like slimy, and then, yeah, and then maybe you, you didn't make the deal, and then the guy gets angry at you for wasting his time. Like you feel you don't feel good in, in, in either way. But then there's other times where you go somewhere else, and the marketing style is different, and mm-hmm. they, they're very warm and welcoming, and then you feel good about it. Even if you don't buy it, you feel good about it. Like the interaction you just had. Or when you do buy it, you feel good about your product and you, you go home and you wear yeah, that's it. That's what I think you were saying. So you were I feel saying like that all those concepts that you touched on. Oh, no, so I was just saying, the sort of what you were saying, that manipulation mm-hmm. doesn't give you loyalty. Mm-hmm. After you yeah. feel like you'd be going back. Yo, your audio is breaking up quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Um, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Shamaki what his next point was, but no, no, I don't think I want to. I think I'm gonna go back to Shamaki H. But um, yeah, so like also about finding the symbol in your brand as well. I think that's very important. Like all these different, like really big companies, like like you mentioned in Apple, uh-huh. Nike, their their logos are very like world renowned. World renowned. Like sometimes you'll even find the Apple and the Nike logo on the same. Sell slippers. You go to like Somalia. Yeah, so yeah. I saw last year. I saw Adidas, Nike, yeah. and 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 Apple all on one set of slippers. <laughs> I was like, damn, the, the symbol really, really is huge, you know. And there's also actually two interesting things about you know companies like Apple and Nike, right? Because uh, when you know that you can when. Phil Knight used to be there and Steve Jobs used to be in Apple, you know, you could really tell like that the why was present, right? Actually, Sam, Sam he shared one time about Nike uh, where like there was a conference of people and company and, you know, you had to present your company and, and it was Phil Knight's turn and he, he would say like who runs like, you know, one times a week, right? And, you know, everybody stood up, right? And then he, he would say, um, who runs like, I think he said two, three times a week. And then, you know, some people would sit down. And then he said, who in here runs like, like despite the weather, like it's, is it raining, you know, snowing, cold, you know, and you just have to go out in the cold morning and you know, maybe just a handful of people was, was there. And then he said, we are there for you. Like when you are running out there in the cold weather and the one who's championing you, you know, is us, right? The whole, you know, just do it becomes apparent, right? Mm -hmm. And it's actually interesting when you look back at the history of Phil Knight, uh, he was actually a runner himself. Yeah. And and his personality was like imbued into Nike. And the same goes for uh, Steve Jobs as well. Um, uh, like when 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 cynic when Simon used to say uh, like the, the the why of Apple is to challenge you know the big brothers, the status quo is actually true because Steve Jobs himself when you look back at his his life he was a rebellious kid, 
like he didn't do well in school he didn't have any friends and uh, he didn't he was like an awkward kid basically uh, and and he he didn't even graduate college he didn't want to go to college he only took you know uh, calligraphy classes and he he even said that if i didn't take the calligraphy class uh we wouldn't have you know the 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 font or the typeface that's using the Macintosh back in the days mm-hmm. right if he didn't go to the, those classes right so it's true because it was in steve jobs nature to challenge you know the authorities so actually mm-hmm. when you think about it uh iphone challenged the phone industry mm-hmm. and and uh what was it the mobile industry right and and the itunes it, it challenged the music industry so it's actually like always like rebel, like they mm-hmm. even have instead of you know have their they even made their own chip right the mm-hmm. M2 I think it is chip instead of using Intel chip yeah. right so it's like we don't want you we want our own stuff right like yeah. that like now with the VR uh, yeah uh, t- thing which is crazy because it yeah. it is it's just in Apple's nature to be like that right mm-hmm. and and this just do it and trying things. It is mm-hmm. in in Nike's, and it, it comes from those people who founded the companies. Yeah, and that's how you know actually, like you can sense what kind of why you know the intention behind uh, yeah. the company. And what I love about it, you know, because when I learn about the why and the uh, and all of that concept, you know, you can you can always bring it back to you know the dean, mm-hmm. the the religion, right? Uh, and and how the the prophet himself he preached and how he was right uh, because he was a leader and to have to be a leader you have to have followers yeah. who believe in your cause right and the prophet was actually like a perfect example of you know leadership and this and how you can drive with a cause that's like greater than yourself uh, so that was actually like how I used to just connect things right about because mm-hmm. as you mentioned Muhammad, before like our dean is also about like intention with our action right so mm-hmm. th- that's was, that's was, that's was the thing i was missing you know for my work was like what is my intention you know you can yeah. go day by day but uh, but what is actually the underlying thing behind your work what do you want mm-hmm. to achieve do you want to engage with people do you want to motivate people do you want people to feel something right what is it mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. Um, so yeah, like touching on to Apple as well. Like I think Shamaki, you made some points in your notes around like even the unboxing experience itself. Mm. Um, I like uh, Shamaki inspire. I let you talk on that a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, like I was saying with the uh, whole Apple thing, it's like with with Apple, it feels like more than because obviously I was reading the book as well where they say like Apple felt like a cult. And uh, it's kind of a strange thing where it's like, despite, I think it was MKBHD that was recently talking about his iPads and this other new sort of like notebook kind of thing that came out, um, which was a very good product. But he said, despite all of that, it's not really an iPad and people just don't want to, you know, gravitate towards something like that. And I think it starts from like the very beginning, which is when you first look at, a product that you're like your first impressions and there is always that thing about apple that feels very sleek and very like cool and like modern and the whole experience that you get from like when i got my macbook and then like 
sliding up the box and it's like so perfectly well placed with the box underneath and then in the middle of all of that is the macbook sitting there in like this like enclave of this perfect like rectangle and you like lift that up and then it feels like you've just gone through something you know like mm-hmm. like that moment in itself is just in itself another reason to buy another apple product just to just mm. to have that experience again <laughs> you know once, once you put that laptop back in the box it doesn't feel the same when you're taking off the seal mm. and you know cutting through it all of that yeah. and um that's what it is that's for me i think apple was a great like case study for him to have in this thing because of how many things that they do to cultivate this like cult-like following of Mm-hmm. I could get something better somewhere else, but it isn't quite Apple. And it's the fact that I think like that, yeah, that yeah. I'm like, how did they do that to my whole mental <laughs> like what stage in your life? <laughs> yeah, when did yeah, they download yeah. this to you? Know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That's the crazy thing. And like there's like two interesting cases, right? Like when have you ever seen like when you were at the airport or like a cafe, have you ever seen people with a Windows? Or nah. like it's it's rare. Yeah. Well, the, the other day I was at the like even in the suitcases or, or even in cabs <laughs> I got work to do but I ain't taking it out of here <laughs> <laughs> like I was uh, in the bus uh, recently right and uh, yeah. there was a woman who went inside and I could see like she had her MacBook like yeah. open and I could see it and when I'm in cafe I can see a MacBook like if it's yeah. like between Windows and, 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 and Mac uh, I see mm. a Mac Definitely. and also yeah. it's the same with an airport and I, for myself, like I, I'm, I'm a, like I have a Windows, right? And for the life of me, I couldn't imagine myself buying a MacBook, right? But, but I cannot deny, you know, the the influence that Apple has. Like even my own sister, which is the second oh, wait, case. Wait, you don't have a Mac? No, I don't have a Mac. I don't have anything that's that's oh. Apple related. Even even like, like the phone. Regular Shamok, you know. Yeah. Even the phone yeah. is Android. Uh, yeah, it's a Samsung. Goodness gracious me! This is how oh, it starts. I used to, I used to be like you. You know, I used to have all the Samsungs, Samsung, everything. <laughs> no, what, once you, you once you go through that package, when you get that iPhone and it's in that box, and you rip mm. open the seal and you go like this, <laughs> and it slides. I, up I remember and you see that. There, you'll never go back. Actually, my my first and smartphone was an iPhone. Seal off the front. Oh, that that little. <laughs> <laughs> i can't deny that actually like my my first smartphone was an iphone it was an iphone yeah. uh but the reason why i have a windows is because like i game so oh, with an okay. my, with a macbook i can't it, it doesn't have like that horsepower to to manage that right that's <laughs> yeah. and also the price tag is too expensive for me and i also like to you know have you know, accessibility, or I could extend my phone more than what it can, because Apple is a lock system, right? Yeah, it's, it's like a, bit, a lock it's a ecosystem. Limited, but it's a know, limited. But it's just very user friendly. It is user friendly. Yeah. It, it, like it has a really nice design. Like yeah. I cannot deny that. Uh, one, of the, one of the biggest gripes I have with Apple, I saw Shumaki recently, was like when I used to have a Samsung. The gallery was actually very easy to organize. I think all Androids. <laughs> 
because the gallery is directly linked to the file system within the phone itself. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to organize, but because Apple's gallery system is connected to the, the, the cloud and the photos, it's very difficult to organize things into, into folders. And when you're creative, like always taking screenshots of things and for inspiration and stuff, I hate it. I absolutely hate <laughs> it. It's like, the bin, like it just piles up and then every now and then I just back it up onto my computer to try and organize things, but then I never do. So it's, it's just, I just hate it, man. So, I don't know when they're going to fix that. <laughs> That's the reason why you don't have one. Is it? I have one, but I, 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 still, I, I'm, really, still I'm really one. thinking oh. about it. <laughs> he's still got it. <laughs> I'm still with that. Like, I'm, really... not, I'm not gonna lie. It's like that. It's also because of like the price tag. Yeah. Instance, my 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 little sister, right? She she wanted a new phone, right? And and I told her, what do you need your phone, right? Uh, I need, you know, she she would say to me like, I need, you know, this amount of you know space for it. Yeah. And, you know, because what you use your phone for is like you call, you write and you use, uh, you know, apps. Right. Yeah. Um, and you need this amount of space. You know, I think about 64 uh, gigabyte is enough. Right. Uh, as, as a minimum these days. Uh, and then I would say, hey, that's there's this phone for this price tag. You can buy it one time and that's it. You know about two thousand Danish crown one time buy. It's just like nope. I want the iPhone. <laughs> like, that right? Why do you want? Why do you want? And see, like you, you know, you don't have the money for it, and and you know you have to pay for two years for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, I think it was about it was the iPhone thirteen, I think, and it, it cost about I think four four thousand or six thousand Danish crown. I'm not sure, but. And then we should say, oh, I want the iPhone. I don't want, you know, Samsung or yeah, whatever yeah. garbage, yeah, right? I'm like, absolutely. I'm willing to pay two years. Like she's yeah. willing to pay two years, like two yeah, 200 right. crones every each month <laughs> for an if, iPhone. If, if, and, if I was given a choice, to, if I had the yeah. last bit of money and it was between getting an iPhone <laughs> or food, yeah. I would choose an iPhone. <laughs> Just to experience yeah. that little taking it out of the box and then like, taking that thing off. I would be dead before it charges, but it would be a great experience. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. That's what it is. That's what Apple does. It's, it's, it's crack, man. Doing something. This is right. <laughs> Shamaki Sh- Sh- Yeah, This is why like, you asked me why my friend is Shamaki. I don't know, man. <laughs> I have no idea. I, know I don't know. <laughs> and you know and that is like what's great about apple like they have like done their marketing work over the years you know like especially steve jobs you know actually steve jobs is just he's really good at presenting when you hear his speech he would say he would use words as amazing and revolutionary and you know yeah. his big word to describe the things right and when he talks he don't he don't stutter he don't he don't say hmm, uh, ooh. he actually yeah. pauses and, and then he talks and he actually like he he did this um, when he came back he did this uh, he announcement where he said actually where he talked about why apple does what it do right their why basically essentially yeah. right and he 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 actually described it he said apple need to go back to their core and it, that was back in 1991 when when <laughs> when Apple actually fired him and then they bought him back again. Yeah, I didn't knew that before. <laughs> That's the this book. funniest things yeah. ever. Like 
and uh, and he and he actually said that uh, he said we believe that people with a passion can change the world for the better and when he showed them the commercial video the think different campaign like he showed people who actually changed the world right muhammad ali mahatma gandhi picasso in some way right and and those kind of people are also rebellious in their nature against authority or the status quo and like mm-hmm. that's how they see themselves and that's how you know steve jobs personality is like and that's how they market themselves over the years and it was actually affordable at that time to buy a mac uh, compared mm-hmm. to you know I- ibm right yeah. but mm-hmm. slowly through the years it became expensive you know and right, now yeah, they can you know it doesn't like, even just... really matter the price tag anymore. Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. matter. You still buy it. No, that's the crazy yeah. thing. Like they'll just slap two thousand on it, and then it's like, okay, now you have to get. Yeah, and then people yeah. Will still and guys get. will and guys will be fighting for that price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's a reason why it's two thousand. <laughs> you don't know Samsung guy. <laughs> I wouldn't lie, man. If I had, you know, uh, in if I had that amount of money, I would even buy it myself. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. I would. I would go full Mac. Yeah, Apple, yeah. I mean, full Apple, right? It's, it's funny because I, I, I'm, I'd say I'm a mixture of the two. I got, I got, uh, yeah, I'd say I'm, I, I like to combine both platforms, but I think there's a lot of good integ- integration now as well. So I can do a lot of Mac stuff on my PC, but not a lot of PC stuff on my Mac, but it's fine. But, anyways, um, I think we've got to wrap it up, guys. It's getting a bit late. Um, this is the Inspire UK Paper Trails podcast, and I'd like you to give us an inspirational quote to, to wrap it up. Oh. oh, you've been dropping them all day, man. All, all day. <laughs> you've, you've been dropping them all day, man. Hey, why, why did you say it to me? <laughs> <laughs> I like to put people on the spot. Uh, it's okay if I, if I try to find one because, like, I can't remember one on top of my head. Go <laughs> okay. for it. Sure, sure. something that resonates with you. Sure, sure. You think about that. What I got? I'll give you, I'll give you a few seconds, and then I'll, I'll just want to make another point. So, I think this has been a really good episode, um, Simon Sinek start with why very good book in my opinion I'll give it i'll say a nine out of ten what about you Shmarky? Shmarky. this was a very very solid book i think um you can use it in any form really it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. anything you know i'll give it a solid nine out of ten as well and also like for the record there's also you know because this book is really just about the concept of the why there's also yeah. the book find your why which actually like is the more practical one Right. Uh, where you have like you can find your why individually or as a you know as a team mm. as a company uh, and and that's simon Sinek with his former colleagues who wrote that book so that's actually also a good book if you really want mm. you know the practical ones yeah. uh, as regards to the quote right it's actually the one that i shared you know what was it in uh, my my recent not not my recent one that the the end of the may a newsletter uh, is by henry ford where he said like whatever you think you can or can't you're right oh, <laughs> and, and that's actually true when you think about it because you know oftentimes when you tell yourself you cannot do this you can't do this you can't do this right what ends up happening you you actually don't do it yeah yeah and that's it's actually neurologically like ingraining us feedback loop yeah and when you tell yourself actually i can't do this or i'm gonna try do this right so so that's actually like a a quote that 
that inspired me recently, right? Because mm -hmm. it reminds me what we tell ourselves, you know, the mind, our <laughs> mind actually shapes our reality and our behavior. Yeah. And when I told myself, like, I'm not going to get better. I'm just going to stay the same, you know, in regards to my condition. Yeah. And I actually felt bad and worse even. Yeah. And it was not until that I told myself, you know, I'm going to try do something. Yeah. And that's when I try to find some kind of, you know, idea solution to my condition. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's, so that's really an inspirational one. Beautiful. I love it. Cool. So it's been great having you on. I think we definitely want to have you back on because we, we talked, touched on the uh, shoe dog by Phil Knight. We haven't actually reviewed that on the podcast and I, I've been meaning to say that's one that we should review. So it'd be good if you could come back on for that one. Oh, um, which, which book? Shoe Dog by oh, I actually had that on my, I think, my bucket list one time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get to reading it. <laughs> and we'll, we'll keep you posted. What, what about, you know, uh, Austin Kleon? Because I know you also read the book uh, by Austin Kleon. Yeah. So we reviewed Still uh, still Like an Artist, but yeah, I don't think we reviewed the other books. Sure. So, I mean, there's a few books we could, you can become a recurring guest if you want. All right. But, um, yeah, man, it's been great having you on. I really appreciate it from the creative to creative. And yeah, um, anything you want to add on to Sharks? Yeah, I think this was an incredible podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good Lights episode. Have gone off. <laughs> Lights have <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah man um, thanks for listening this has been Paper Trails episode 5 and yeah it's been your boys from Inspire joined by Shamaki from Denmark hope you guys all have a great week and stay creative yes. thanks for listening to the Paper Trails podcast if you like this episode please leave a review comment like and subscribe and be sure to follow us on all our socials Keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work.